All right, everybody, welcome to the Monday episode of Locked On Avalanche. On today's episode, that new goalie that we got, Alexander Georgiev, he has signed a deal. Jacob McDonald, one of my favorites, he has signed a deal, so we'll talk about those two things. We're going to kind of dip into our inner GM, and if we could guess the the deals for Nathan McKinnon or his extension for Nathan McKinnon and the restricted free agent deals for Val Nechuskin and Arturi Lekkinen, what would they be? What would we want them to see them be in terms of dollar amount and years and term? And then we have two grades to get to the way the week went. Uh, we have Bo Byram and Andrew Cogliano grades that we feel they deserve. And of course, the people of social media. So let's do this thing. I really hope we get through this episode with no issues because we are starting about an hour and a half later than we normally do because computers. Uh, but anyway, welcome to Lockdown Avalanche, everybody, part of the Lockdown Avalanche or Lockdown Podcast Network. There we go. Uh, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. Be sure to follow us on social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, opinions, Locked On Avalanche at gmail.com. And follow us on our YouTube channel over on YouTube. Hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. And a quick note, <clears throat> this will likely be our only full episode for this week. Uh, we're taking a, a bit of a vacation week. Um, and I know there is, you know, free agency is starting up. That doesn't mean we're just going to be silent. Uh, you know, those social medias that I threw out, definitely follow us on there. If any big signings come up, we will do kind of like short videos to put up and probably put up on our YouTube channel. But as far as a, our, our official half hour long podcasts, this will likely be the only one, uh, of the week maybe over the weekend. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but uh, we, we needed some time off. This, this was a long, long season for uh, the abs and, and you and I and obviously end the way we wanted it to, but, but we need some time. This has nothing to do with our goalie fight at all. We are still best friends. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, in, in a way we're on the same side with, with this, yeah. you know, the way that Joe, the, the last show we did, uh, you know, since then, Sackick has come out and said, like, Georgiev's our guy. And I think that took me back a little bit. Like, oh, OK, because I was I was thinking there's, there's going to be a, uh, a quarterback controversy here. And I still think that's happening. Don't get me wrong. I still think uh, Pavel Francos is in the mix as much as he will be, you know, come preseason. And I yep. just feel like that was a way that Joe, Joe Sackett kind of maybe just lit the fire under Pavel Francouz. I I don't know. I I find it hard to believe that, you know, a backup is going to come in and immediately just be handed the keys when you, when you have Pavel Francouz, who uh, like, like you say all the time, give him a chance, give him a shot. And, and for him to not be given a shot against a a guy that you bring in, that's a backup, I think is a little bit of a slap in the face to Pavel Francouz, if you ask me. Oh, I'm going to be on this give Frankie a shot all year long mm-hmm. until he is given the chance. Like, if this is your way of firing up Frankie, so be it. But this is, uh, 
I don't see this going through training camp. What do you mean? Like you think it's going to be <clears throat> Francois's uh, job by the end of training camp, or or what do you, what do you mean by that? Like I I just I don't see how as great as your gift is, I don't see how he gets the nod over Frankie. I don't care what the contract looks like. I don't care body of work. Yeah, granted, Yorgiev has seen more ice time than Frankie. Um, this is it's this is Frankie's time to go. And I I just if it's maybe midway through preseason, I I'll go out on a limb mm-hmm. and say this is Frankie's job by Christmas. Um I don't know. Like I, I'm I'm totally up in the air with it. I fully believe this is going into training camp and yeah. and nobody is named the starter. Joe Sackett can say yeah. what he wants to say, and um, maybe he feels that way now, but I don't know. I, I feel like this is going to be touch and go, and and I, I don't I don't think it's – whoever wins it, and if it is Georgiev, like, I think he's going to be the starter unless he completely falls totally flat on his face. I don't know. I, I just, you know, the Avs have a good enough team or whoever is in that goal. And we've talked about this so many times in the past. will look pretty darn good. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I I, I, I don't think say Georgiev does win it. I don't feel like they would pull the plug on him by Christmas time. You know, this is a, if he does win it, brand new goalie, brand new city. You know, he's going to need some time to really feel out this whole system and this team. So uh, if they name him starter, he he's starter for quite a while, if you ask me. Yeah, I was surprised that he even entertained that and came right out and said, yo, oh yeah, he's my starter. Like, I would have never even surprised. said we were having a starter. Like, I would have yeah. given the implication that I'm going 41 and 41 with both these goalies, and that's how I'm filling out my 82-game season. Yeah, yeah, I, I was a little surprised by that. So, and like I said, he can say what he wants to say, and he's Joe Sackick, he's, he's a GM, like he – you'd have to take that at the value that it is. I don't know. I just feel it's going to be different by the time we get to training camp, but they did sign him. That was, uh, that was big. They needed to, you know, they traded for him. He was a restricted free agent and they, you, you knew a deal was going to get done. I don't think they would have made the deal if they weren't confident that they could uh, get a deal. And they did. We were kind of guessing. I was guessing two or three years leaning more towards the three-year. Why would you just do it a two-year deal? Um, and I was thinking more in the two-and-a-half to three million range. Well, he got the three years for 3.4 AAV. To me, it's it's a little bit too – I would have went three tops. So for yeah. me, about $400,000 too much per year for him. Um, and, and, and he hasn't shown anything. He has – so – First of all, what's your thoughts on the deal? Are you okay with the dollar amount? No. Um, I feel like it's a little much. Um, and it's and it's weird um, for all of the, uh, like, kicking DK out the door. That was going to be, what, five or six? Uh, you know, I, min- minimally, I, I, I would think minimally six. I don't think he was going to come back for anything less than that. If you ask me 5.5 at the bare minimum. And like even if 5.5 at the bare minimum for a man that won you the cup and is technically proven for this system, you're not going to pay that, but you're going to 
just a touch overpaid. I'm, I mean, 400,000, it, it is what it is. I mean, yeah. but the cap's tight. So right. 400,000 for an unproven, that was a little head scratching, especially when you have a laundry list of UFAs that you need to address. Um, interesting. You do. Um, so you have three, or excuse me, 5.4 wrapped up in, in your goalies. On the surface, that's, that's really good. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say that's not bad. No, that is, and if this works out, th- you know, this is up there with those moves that Joe Sackick has pulled mm-hmm. off over his tenure as GM. It is. We're not going to be able to to say that for a couple years, even after one year. I don't even know if you can say, you know, that it's time to throw in the towel on him. You, you'll get a better grip of of how he plays in this system, as far as Georgiev goes. But you're not you're not going to be able to make that comment. Maybe after two years, you could say this is because they're going to have this for for the next two years. Because isn't let me bring up Francois. He has he's got two years left as well. So if this works, if if we're feeling good about this in year one, this is like Nathan McKinnon current contract where you're going yeah. into year two where you have a great tandem if it works out that way. And man, like this, like I said, this is up there with the Duchesne deal and the Devontae's deal if it, it works out. But it's a in my opinion, that's a big if. But I will continue to give Joe Sackick the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, NHL serviceable goaltending for less than you would pay for your run-of-the-mill forward. Way to go, Joe Sackett. And I read an article in uh, the Hockey News about how the goalie position is kind of changing. And it kind of changed my mind a little bit on how I feel like Joe Sackett approached this. And it went into like detail about how last year more goalies were used than ever before in any season. And most goalies used uh, an, an average of four goalies uh, per team. And there were a couple goalies, and God, I can't remember, who, or there were a couple teams who used like seven. And and that, that was last season. So there was only two teams that used two goalies all year long. Everybody else used like four or five. Tampa used so, one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think they were one of the teams that used it too, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, but it kind of made me feel like, okay, like this is kind of like those analytics darlings who who look into this stuff and maybe you don't want to overpay this. Maybe this is why you don't overpay because yeah. the person that you're paying for likely is not going to pay, play as much as you want them to play. Yeah. You want your, your A1 goalie to play 55 60 games and the way the league is right now it's just not happening so i think maybe joe Sackett looks at stuff like that and says why why pay over like i'll go to a certain dollar amount and i'm yeah. a little bit I, I i'm a little bit confused why they didn't go like the the huso route what he do like 4.75 yeah and the abs are kind of like saying we're not even going to go that far maybe maybe they're onto something new here that i i have not really been paying too much attention to but man if this works uh you're gonna see it's a copycat league yeah more people are gonna do this i feel sorry so, for the goalies <laughs> yeah no it's just it is i mean it really opened my eyes to like it i mean you you know we talk about it all the time like it's a, it's a tandem league now mm-hmm. but when you when you saw the numbers that the hockey news article was thrown out there you're like wow 
it really is changing. It really, the, the hockey or the, excuse me, the, the goalie position really is changing. So, um, and we also had Jacob McDonald have a, a new contract. And for me, like you just love to see that guy. I would love to see him come back training camp oh, yeah. healthy after that brutal hit that he took. Um, he, he, you know, it's not, it's not a earth shattering contract that he got. What, what was it? Like, uh, 764,000, <clears throat> 21 um, cents, some, yeah. two hogs <laughs> and a surge. <laughs> Yeah, seven hundred sixty thousand five hundred dollars to be specific. <laughs> but I I love this guy. His work yeah. ethic is like unmatched. Could be one of those guys that sneaks in after training camp and has that like third pairing. Why not? We don't know what's going to happen with Jack Johnson. You know, yeah. we don't know what's going to happen with Ryan Murray. There could be an opening for him to take on a third pairing, and he could play forward too. Um, He's like, done it. Yeah, like you can't make a convincing argument where he cannot fill in that role of Abe Kubel. Like if the, if the defensive pairs match up in a certain way, like with the skill set that McDonald has, there's, you can't tell me that he can't fit on that fourth line with, no. especially with the production that we've seen at times on that fourth line. Um, yeah, I definitely feel like this could be like, we've been championing. I've been championing, uh, Frankie a lot. Um, yeah. I, I'm on board with you. This should be McDonald's year. Love him. Love him. He's utility man. Yeah. And, and, and he'll do anything you ask him to do. So really looking forward to him to be back at training camp. And I, I'm happy that they brought him back at least for another couple of years anyway. So, all right, we're going to hear from athletic greens. I haven't heard from athletic greens in a while. And then Kyle and I are going to put our GM hats on and what deals would we offer to Nachuskin McKinnon, and Lekkonen. But first, Athletic Greens. And if you've ever been experiencing some gut health or you just want more energy or you want to optimize your immune system, look into Athletic Greens. Kyle and I, we've been taking it for a little while. We, ha- mm-hmm. I got to re-up on mine. It's been a little while and I'm glad that we're doing this uh, read right now because it's like now's the time to really kind of like look at your gut health as you're going into Kind of like the the depth of summer and barbecues and, and the pool and <laughs> you want that pool body. Yeah. So what is Athletic Greens? It's one delicious scoop into a morning glass of water and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole, whole food source superfoods and probiotics to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, everything. It's delicious tasting too. And it has that green look to it, almost like, like, like grass. If you just blended up grass, but it tastes nothing like that. It's actually kind of fruity. I enjoy the taste of this stuff. It's actually very surprisingly good. And athletic greens, it was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him over a hundred dollars a day. So he created athletic greens when he found out how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. Athletic Greens will cost you less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your coffee and cold brew habit. Right now is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a morning glass of water every day, and that is 
it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Once again, it's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So we might be seeing some deals come in maybe fast and furious this week with the uh, free agency market opening up to everybody on Wednesday. And, you know, there's ones that we're keeping our eyes on. Clearly, we hear some thing, you hear some grumblings around this time about, you know, agents and GMs talking and, and you know, sometimes deals get done um, and sometimes they bleed over into free agency. When that happens, panic mode sets in. Mm-hmm. When when they become available to everybody, it happened last year with Gabe Landeskog, and or the Mika Rantanen deal. I remember that one vividly. That one, that one took one a while. Camp. Yeah, that went into training. That one that one did take a long time. Uh, but for for this year, you're hearing stuff like the Avs and Valnichuskin are talking. And when you hear that, you're like, "Well, just keep talking until something. Don't leave the room. <laughs> yeah, don't lock, stop. Lock yourselves in the room and just get it done." But it doesn't work that way. Um, so we figured, you know, the three guys that we're kind of looking at with Nathan McKinnon, Valnachuskin, and Arturi Lekkinen, what would, what would we offer them? You know, cause, cause the, the cap is a very real thing for the abs. It, it's something that, and Joe Sackick said it again, he, I think it might be a light free agency period for the abs. I think they're going to try to re-sign the guys that they have. If they do, they're done. Sure. I don't think they're really going to bring in a ton of guys. Maybe those depth pieces, that's really all they have the money for. So let's let's kind of get – and obviously the Nathan McKinnon one is an extension. That doesn't count for this year's cap. He's doing the 6.2 or 6.3, whatever he's got this year. That is is what it is. So whatever we come up with for Nathan McKinnon, that doesn't go into effect until next year. So why don't we start there? If we If we were going to offer Nathan McKinnon an extension, which, again, is another thing that they said they are working on, uh, what would it be? And I will preface this by saying our good friend Lothar has sent me a email and, and he was asking me, he's like, what, you know, what do you think they where would they go with this? Would they go as high as, you know, Connor McDavid and even Austin Matthews territory, or would he, you got to figure he's going to get at least 10, but what do you think it's going to be term and dollar amount for Nathan McKinnon? Honestly, like, what is what is his age right now? <clears throat> he's twenty. Uh, I think he's twenty seven. Let me see. Nathan McKinnon is twenty six right now, um, but his birthday—I don't know what his birthday is. Let me see. Uh, September first. So that that's why he's an unrestricted because he's he's going into his twenty seventh year. So yeah. Would it be wrong of me to say, for Nathan McKinnon? Does he not feel like an 11? Like an 11? I would, I know the the long deals are <clears throat> way out of the way, but if we were in like the mid 2010s, this would be a 11 for 10. It feels like. That. Oh, you, oh, you mean like for, for a term? Oh yeah. Like he, like, like a 15 year contract. I would not go uh, Minnesota levels of like yeah. giving a suitor Parise deal, but um, like, like a DPH you definitely deal. like, like yeah. yeah, oh yeah, like this. Yeah. 
he would definitely field a I would say eleven I, for eight. I I I think this is a slam dunk eight eight year deal. Like there, yeah. there is there's nothing less than that coming. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the dollar amount, yeah, I don't think they're gonna go uh, McDavid style because that that's kind of hamstringing that team. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and I say that also kind of like predicting. I think the ads are gonna go eight years, like eleven million dollars per. Yeah, that's ex- so that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't, you know, that extra million and a half that goes to McDavid is a big deal. It, yep. You know what I mean? Like that that really kind of hamstrings that team. Um, I know I still have in the back of my mind that Nathan McKinnon still said he would take less a couple years ago when he when you know he's talking about his contract and he was honest. He was like, "That's what I was worth when I signed that contract." Or eleven contract. is less. What do you mean? That's how you justify that deal. Eleven oh, would be less. Eleven is less. Oh, I, uh, that's a discount. I, that, yeah, that, well, like, like considering, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. What, what's he doing now? Six, six point, like six point two, six point two or six point three. Uh, six. He 3. did everything. He did everything we asked of him, and he did everything like mm-hmm. all the check marks were there. He took that discount. He took that nice deal. He got us a cup. Um, like to say, okay, thank you. Let's double you and put you right back to where you deserve to be. Mm-hmm. And then he said, "Hey, I said I'd take a discount. I love this team. I want to keep it together. Let's scale it down to 11. I mean, I get what you're saying with that. But when, when, what I'm thinking when he says something like that is like less than 10. That would be a discount for me. That that would be a discount. And Eleven is, is is up there with with the best. You know, there's only a few if, guys that are they're making that much. But the thing is, with going eight, like we even flirted with ten years, um, like eight well, years. He can't do that. He can't. Well, he can't this do is ten. no, yeah. But even like the eight, this will put him to. I mean, mm-hmm. he's going to be up there. This is going to be his bank contract. Yeah, this always is. Yeah, so this is where they make their money. So I wouldn't, I mean, he's tw- I wouldn't look, think look. he would go that far back as a discount. No, I don't think he's looking at it as eleven is a discount for you guys. I think he's looking at eleven would be kind of like a, a sweet spot for me. That's where I I think he, he's feeling like he deserves anything more than and ten and up. Yeah. So I get what you're saying. Like eleven, yes, is, is a discount, but you know, in the cap era, no, it's not. That, that, that's 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 where he should be. Discount, like I said, to me is, uh, well, <laughs> the same exact thing that he's making now is a discount. Uh, if he Landis walks out of their money, is it? Yeah. If he makes as here's, much here's, as Miko, that's what I was just gonna say. If you're ma- if you're matching him or lower than anybody else on this team, that is a discount. If he's anything other than the highest paid player on this team, you are still getting Nathan McKinnon at a, as a discount. Yeah, that's how I'll phrase that. But I do. I think it's going to be eight years at like eleven. Um, you know, easy. That's 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 a lot. That's a lot of money. He's he's worth I it. Will, he's worth it. Exactly. He is worth every penny, and I will sleep at peace with that contract. Yeah, you know, you got him locked up for eight years. So. Uh, we'll see where that goes. What about we'll do Valanciuskin? Where, where where do you think they're heading with with uh, with Nuke? He feels I don't know. 
I'm trying so hard not to overinflate him. Mm-hmm. He just feels like a six. I think six on the high end uh, is that's like the max for him would be my guess. Yeah. Um, I do feel like somebody else maybe would give him a little bit more than that. Maybe like 6.5. If there's like a desperate team out there, just let just loves his size and what he can do. Maybe there's a team that's in a good cap situation where they can overpay for him by a little bit by a little bit. I mean like 6.5 at the absolute max. I think he's going in between five and six. Um, you know, he did, I think it was two and a half last year. So you go five. I mean, you're, you're, you're doubling him. Uh, so I kind of feel like the interesting thing that I'm looking forward to here is term. What are they going to give him in term? Like I, I don't feel a seven year deal coming for down the choose. I just don't feel that. I feel like they're good on money. Um, I kind of feel like this is going to be a, as low, I, I can't go. Th- I, I think it's gonna be like a four or five year deal for him. See, maybe like <clears throat> four or five for like 5.3 or something like that to be just random with the number. Um, because I, I, as well as he's played, I don't think like he's, he's done it more recently mm-hmm. than ever before. And we all love the guy and we love how he plays, but I don't think the abs are at the point where it's like, oh, we're going to give you abs are just going to hand out eight year deals like they're candy. They're not going to do that. So for him, I think it's like, okay, we, we, we love what you've done for us, but it is a shorter sample size. So because of that, I feel like they go kind of like middle of the road. They're not going to go like two or three years and they're not going to go seven or eight. I feel like they're going to go like four or five. For like 5.3, 5.4, and we got Nechuskin for a number of years, a handful of years. I feel like it dictates on term. If he takes five, goes six years. If he goes six mil, five years. Okay. So, so you, so if he goes, you think they'd go up to six million dollars if, if they go out to five years for it? You think so? Or, yeah. I think I think six is high for that. I don't think they want to go that high for him. I don't like that's more than doubling his salary from last year. Is he worth it? Yeah. And me, I mean, and this is where the goalie thing comes into play. You know, you saved mm-hmm. a little bit of money here by by what you've done with the goalie. You could probably so, talk him back to that five, but I would not be hurt if they announce a six million dollar deal. But the term has to be there. If it's six by four. We got problems. Mm, no, it's not going to be that. I don't, no, yeah. it's not that at all. I think this is almost like the, the Philip Grubauer situation where there's going to be another team out there that offers him like $500,000 more and he stays. I feel like he stays here because he he's comfortable with the Avs. He's appreciative of the Avs. Uh, the money won't be that far off. The term is where it will be. So if they've matched him on the term, I, and I don't see another team out there just going to go give him a, a six or seven year deal. And there's so his, many. His, well, I was going to say, I think his Nas term out is there four or five. Hockey too. Which we can't afford. Yeah. So can't, can't that, yeah. that kind of softens the blow of like losing nukes. So you're you're still trying to be like, hey, they're going after Nas. They're going after Johnny Hockey. There's so many free agents that they're going to pay. Stay with us. And you could probably talk him down a little bit. Maybe. Maybe, but I, I, in the end, I, I guess my, my guess would be 
five five years for five point four. I'll say that would be my final answer. All right, just because I like things neat, give him a five by five. All right, and Arturi Lekkinen, guy we got obviously at the trade deadline, uh, quickly becoming one of my favorites on the mm-hmm. abs. Great, great player to watch. This will be another interesting one. He's he's restricted. What's what's his age? Um, uh, he is twenty seven right now. So okay, so next year he would be if they did a one year deal, he'd be unrestricted next year. Okay, so um, what do you got for him? This could be this could be an interesting one right here. I feel he's every bit as valuable as Nechushkin. Mm-hmm. But I would settle in four for like four or five, where I was saying five for six for Nuke. Mm-hmm. And if we can land like four and a half for another four years, that feels good. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Um, I, 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 he, I don't know. Like, I don't know him in terms of how we're talking about like Val Nechuskin. Like we, we've, we've come to know Val Nechuskin mm-hmm. and how like appreciative he is and just like his calm demeanor. And I, and obviously he wants to, you know, make money, but I just feel like, uh, he has like loyalty to the Avs. Yeah. I don't know that much about Arturi Lekkanen and, and his like mindset and stuff like that, but you know, he just won a championship here. So yeah. why would you not want to stay here? Um, and he, you know, he's restricted, so someone would have to throw in an offer for him, and that the ads couldn't match. But I just feel like that'd be another interesting thing. Would would another team out there try to to throw an offer out to him and force the Avalanche to match it? It's always possible. Montreal, um, <laughs> yeah, to try to get him back. Imagine that. Uh, they might be a little bit strapped right now. They they did a lot of wheeling and dealing, so. I don't know what their cap situation is, but I don't know if they'd be able to do it. Um, but I think Lekkanen is going to be kind of similar to – oh, he's going to be less than than Nechuskin, but he's going to be in that range. Where I said like Nechuskin was 5.4, I think Lekkanen is going to be like just shy of 5, maybe like 4.8, 4, 4. 4.9 in that area for a, another, another guy that you want to do like four or five years. Yeah. So I just honestly I wish we had him for a full season and this would be so much easier. Like you're you're basing this off really when the Avs really put it together. And mm-hmm. I just really wish I could watch Lekkanen from wire to wire with this team. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens with with Kadri. I don't know if, you know, that might have something to do with with how they deal with uh Lekkanen. It might. Yeah. Because he might need to, you know, slide into a different role. Not that he's like the role of Nazem Kadri, but I guess in terms of they just need to. He's going to have more weight on his shoulders, so they maybe will maybe get a little gre- aggressive in how much they offer him to make sure he, you know they lock him up for a handful of years. Which makes you know. wonder why McDonald and Cogs were one of the earlier signings that we already yeah. went ahead and got taken care of like what is really going on with the nas talks i don't know you don't and that's one thing you're not hearing you know we, we hear nichuskin we hear uh burkowski um we're not Nathan really McKinnon. hearing much mckinnon we're not really hearing much on on nazim kadri right now so i feel like he's just 
going to the market and seeing what he can do. And that's his yep. right. All right, let's hear from Bet Online quick, and then we have uh, two grades to get to. Uh, Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting sports needs and info. You can find all the latest developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's Major League Baseball season. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting in esports. It remains the best spot for your sports scores, podcasts, and news for this season, and even including. MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. All right, two grades to get to. Uh, just the way the week worked, we uh, had two that we put up and people voted and we are casting our votes as well. One is Bone Byram and the other is Andrew Cogliano. And we do this alphabetically. So we will start with Bo Byram. Uh, I know both Twitter, let me get to the grades here, both Twitter and Instagram both gave Byram an A, 56% on Twitter and 55% on Instagram. So pretty close vote there and kind of in unison. Um, What'd you give him? I gave, Bo Byram got an A minus from me, Mm -hmm. would have got a really high B plus, like he's right there. But everything he overcame from going from getting ready to walk away from hockey to Stanley Cup champion, like, and his production, he was very visible in the playoffs. Um, he got he got an A minus for that that last little push. He, I mean, this is a guy who hit, hit what he did in the playoffs bumped him up almost. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say like a full letter grade for me, and I gave him a B plus. So if you're just going off of his regular season, I'd probably give him a C plus and not by really any fault of his own. All of those injuries and things like that, like he played 30 regular season games. Um, He had five in in the regular season. He had five goals. Let me see what he had. Five goals and 12 assists. Um, And then in, in the postseason, oddly enough, in the playoffs, he didn't score a goal. But he had he nine was, assists. Yeah, so, he was very visible. Very visible. But that's the thing. Like, you can't just base this on stats and numbers. He, I mean, he was one of the most reliable defensemen for the Avs uh, in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So the goals and stuff, I feel like those will come. I He's a little bit gun shy when it comes. Like, he holds onto the buck for a, a split second too long. And that split second lets defenders get into his shooting lane. So he's got to kind of maybe like anticipate the puck getting on his stick a little bit quicker and just fire it. And yep. I think like he he will the goals will come like you know nine assists in the playoff that's really good. That's that almost what do you, what do you have in the regular season seventeen? I said yeah. I think uh, let me go there real quick. Um, regular season no, I'm sorry. He had twelve, so he almost matched his his assists output just in the playoffs. Yeah, he almost matched the regular season. So, and with all the injuries and stuff like that there, during the, well, the one injury that just kept rearing its ugly head, um, you know, he, he just couldn't get to where he wanted to get to in the regular season. So it's not a, I wouldn't give him a C plus by any of his faults. It's just, it wasn't, he just couldn't get into any flow. And then he did in, in the postseason, and you saw it. So because of that postseason, for me, he goes from a C plus to a B plus. 
And I said multiple times during the uh, Locked On Avalanche Twitter spaces that I cannot wait to see this playoff Bo Byram go through a training camp and then attack mm-hmm. a regular season. It, yeah, I mean, ne- next year is going to be fantastic year for him. Like, there's every oh, reason to believe like it's wait. just gonna is he's gonna take that next step, and that 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 defensive core, that defensive unit, those multiple defensive units that we've been talking about now, I think is is gonna just go for broke next year. It's gonna be yeah. sick. So that was uh, that's Bo Byram, and then we did Andrew Cogliano. Very interesting on socials. I think people are. Uh, are are loving the fact that the Avs won the the Stanley Cup, and there's been people who've commented that said like everybody gets an A, <laughs> like we we win the cup, everyone gets an A. Okay, uh, but on Twitter, they did give Andrew Cogliano an A. It was close. They fifty percent of the vote gave him an A, and I think it was forty eight percent gave him a B. And then on Instagram, it was forty eight percent did give him a B. And an A, I think, was like 47%. Like, it was really, really close on Instagram. But Twitter gives them an A. Instagram gives them a B. What do you got for Andrew Cogliano? He is a C plus mm-hmm. definition. He does not get you into trouble. He does not get you out of trouble. Um, he's He does his role and goes home. Right. It's It's... Telling that you still see number 11 and you still have a fondness for Matt Calvert until he could take over <laughs> until he could take over the number and make it him his own. He's a C plus like a passing grade. Right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with with a, a C plus. And that's exactly what I gave him. And again, I think this is something the playoffs maybe bumped him up a little bit more for me because in the regular season. 18 games with Colorado ever since the trade and he had a sole assist in all of those 18 games. So again, it's not his game to be a a stat machine, Uh, but you you know, playing on this team, you're kind of given more opportunity. You would like to see more than one assist come through, but he does more than that. He does a lot more than that. He's that gritty player that you love to have on the team, and they, you know, resign him. And I love having him back for next year. He's going to be a big part of the team, especially those depth players. Um, but in the the playoffs, a little bit better. In, in sixteen games, three goals, three assists. So I think that's just rising to the occasion. It's being a little bit more comfortable in the system. You had to do like a crash course in the system. You got 18 games on your belt in the regular season and you go to town in the playoffs and you do a little bit better in the playoffs in terms of production wise, point wise. But what he does outside of that is is perfect for this team. Absolutely perfect for this team. So uh, and yeah, I think he's like you said, he, he's the definition of a guy who who does what he's supposed to do, does what he's asked. And for this team. That that's a C plus for me, and I'm excited to see what he does. Another player that I'm excited to see when they come out of camp, really refined and fresh and ready for a new season. Correct. Uh, who do we got next? This will go up tomorrow. Oh, I just lost. Would that it. be Jimothy uh, Timothy? I think you're right. Yes, JT Confer is next. So, uh, and there we go again. Regular season. End postseason. What's his end of the the Oof. complete season grade going to be? That's that's a little bit tough for one. I gotta you, look you, into the stats. You want to talk about somebody I fell in love with in the playoffs? 
My goodness. Yeah. He rose to the occasion. That's what you got to do. You need players like him to do that. So, uh, all right, everybody, that's going to wrap it up for today. Thank you for tuning in and making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, this will probably be our only full-length episode of the week. But because it's free agency week and if the Avs are involved in anything, we will be putting up you know, clips and things like that of our thoughts on what the Avs are doing or are not doing. So uh, follow us on our social media pages to keep up with all of that fun stuff. All right, everybody. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked On Avalanche Podcast. And we'll see you guys later on. Go, Abs, go. Go, Abs, go.